Praise be to God. Once again, sa ating pagtitipon-tipon, especially this Christmas, uh, nabubuhay tayo in times that's not so perfect. But praise be to God, sa ating mga nabasa, narinig ng mga babasahin from the Word of God, we can still rejoice because our faith is not based on circumstances. Ang ating pananampalataya, hindi ito nakatali lamang sa ating kapaligiran. Ang ating pananampalataya, ito ay nakasalalay sa mga katotohanan na ipinagkalob sa atin ng Diyos. Totoo bang ipinanganak si Kristo? Yes. Totoo bang namatay siya para sa atin, nabuhay na maguli para sa atin? Yes. Hindi po magbabago yung mga bagay na yun. Ang mga pangako ng Diyos ay hindi magbabago. Amen po ba? And so praise be to God, no matter what the circumstances look like, no matter how dark the situation may be, our faith, our rejoicing is always based on what God has given to us. Amen? Praise God. Now, tonight, well, sabi niya, our reading this morning, somewhere in the world, it's morning. So, tayo nakatanggang evening. Ang ating lesson for this evening is this. God is able to work His plan despite the imperfections of life. God is able to work His plan despite the imperfections of life. Kaya ng Diyos gampanan ang kanyang mga layunin para sa atin kahit na hindi perfecto ang buhay. May mga, may mga problema, may mga sitwasyon na hindi natin inaasahan may mga, mga tinatawag po nating testings and trials. Ang gusto natin, lahat maayos, di ba? Especially ngayong Pasko, gusto nating maayos ang lahat. Kung pwede nga lamang, ayos na yung ating Panginoon si Buena, sa mga nagpanood si Buena. Kung pwede nga lamang, yung mga iba ay uh, yung mga kamag-anak natin na dapat na nandito ay nandito na. Kung baga yung lahat, kung pwede natin ipamimigay ay na nakuha na natin. Pero alam natin na sometimes ang mga plano ay hindi natutuloy ng ganun-ganun lamang. For example, itong last week, itong, itong, uh, itong ilang araw lamang, merong mga OFW na hindi nakauwi. Stranded sila sa Hong Kong. Bakit? Bumili sila ng ticket, maaga pala bumili sila ng ticket para makauwi sila ng Pilipinas. Yung pala, yung kanilang agency, hindi nire-recognize. So ando doon sila na ipit doon, na stranded doon, nag-iiyakan dahil ang dami-dami nilang dala, mga pasalubong para sa kanilang pamilya. But because uh, hindi ho na-recognize yung kanilang agency, marami sa kanilang stranded. Of course, meron iba, may mga ibang mga airlines na offer ng lower fares, so magbabayad na naman yata sila. Just so that they can come home. I mean, makakainis yun, di ba? Nagbayad ka na, magbabayad ka pa ulit. Para lamang matuloy yung bagay na yun. Plus, malilate ka pa. But then, these are imperfections. And just because things happen like this, hindi po intimidated ang ating Panginoon. Our God is not intimidated with the problems of life. Our God is able to work His perfect plan in the midst of a 
of an imperfect world. Okay? So praise God, dito sa ating mensahe, gusto kong magkaroon tayo ng tiwala sa Panginoon that kahit na anong mangyari, okay, kaya tayong dalhin ng Diyos kung saan dapat tayo dalhin. Hindi niya tayo pababayaan, hindi, siya, hindi niya tayo bibiguin. So no matter how intense the problems become, no matter how imperfect the situation is, God is always to able to fulfill His plan. Kung kaya niyang gawin yun, sa isang pinakamalaking problema noon, ano may problema noon? Nilikha niya ang tao. Ang tao ay malapit sa kanya. Kaya lang nagkasala ang tao, di ba? And so praise be to God, because of that, pumasok ang kasalanan, nahiwalay tayo sa Kanya. Okay? Kailangan merong mamatay. Kasi sabi ng salita ng Diyos, ang kabayaran ng kasalanan ay kamatayan. Pero sino ang dapat magbayad? Tao. Tao nagkasala, dapat tao rin ang magbayad. Problem is, walang taong perfecto. Yung kabayaran, the offering for sin must be a perfect sacrifice. But no man was perfect, everyone was under sin. The only one who was perfect is God. Amen po ba? But the problem is, God was not man. God is the only one perfect because he's not a man. He was disqualified to offer the sacrifice of death. Man was the only one na kailangan mag-offer ng sacrifice na yon. Because he's man, but because he was imperfect because of sin, disqualified him siya. So anong ginawa ng ating Diyos Ama? Ang anak ng Diyos ay naging anak ng tao. The perfect God became perfect man. And he gave the perfect sacrifice for us. At kung titignan natin yung sitwasyon dito sa ating Ebanghelyo, makikita natin that God did this at a time where things were very difficult. I mean, if I were God, at mag-iisip ako, kailan ko ba dadalhin si Kristo sa daydi? I probably would think it would be good to bring him during this time. Bakit? May mga ospital. May mga doktor. Okay? Sisiguraduhin ko lamang na hindi mo na ma-invento ang denpaksya. Ano ano po ba ang mga sinasabi? Alright? I mean, Kung kailangan mag-travel ni, ni Mary at ni Joseph, pwede silang sumakay sa van. Meron silang bus. Okay? Yung kanilang lalakbayin ng ilang araw, ilang oras lamang. Merong proteksyon. I could have brought uh, the Lord dito during this time. I would think, mas maayos to. But no, Jesus Christ was born during a time hindi pa perfecto ang medisina. He was brought at the time na walang mga uh, conveniences, walang commute, kagaya meron tayo. He was brought at a time when Jerusalem was under Rome. They were not free to determine uh, yung kanilang destiny. God brought His Son, Jesus. I mean, because He became man, He was very vulnerable. Just like man. He was subject to the same kinds of testings and trials during that time. Germs, bacteria, disease, robbers, violence, uh, the occupation of Rome, yung mga bagay-bagay nito. I mean, God chose to work in a very dark situation, pero nakikita natin from the Holy Scriptures, natupad pa rin ang kanyang 
mga kulinan. Maliwanag po ba? So, dito kailang makita natin, pag nagkaroon lamang ng mga problema sa kalagitan, huwag tayo matatakot because God is able to perform that. Okay. Tingnan po na, muna natin yung verse 1. Hatiin ko lang itong uh, ating uh, scripture, no? From verse 1 to verse 7, yung unang prinsipyo uh, na, 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 na gusto mo ipahayag dito sa inyo ay ito, no? See the plan of God unfold in the world. See the plan of God unfold in the world. Tingnan natin kung papaanong nag-unfold o lumalabas na ayos ang plano ng, ng Diyos sa daigdig. Babalikan natin yan. Yung pangalawang prinsipyo, binabatay ko po ito sa versikulo 8 hanggang 14. Imperfect conditions will not stop God from fulfilling His plan. Imperfect conditions will not stop God from fulfilling His plan. Hindi mapitigilan ng mga imperfectong circumstansya ang pagganap ng plano at bayunin ng Diyos sa daigdig natin. Alright, balikan natin ang verse 1 through verse 7. Seeing God's plan unfold in the world. Bakit ko sinasabi yun? Because sometimes, ang gusto nating tignan yung nanggagaling sa mundo. Ang gusto nating tignan yung mga problemang nagaganap. Okay? I mean, kung titignan natin ang uh, newscast, sa television, sa uh, makikinggan natin yung mga balibalita sa radyo, babasahin sa diaryo, uh, okay? Normally, yung mga, yung mga headlines, puro mga problemang nagaganap. Maliwanag po ba? Hindi mo makikita ang headline ni batang nadapa, tinulungan ng isang tao. Hindi, hindi mo makikita yun eh. Okay? Meron isang nangangailangan ng dugo, merong nag-donate na kanya. Hindi, hindi mo nakikita yun. Ang laging nakikita natin sa news headline ay yung mga problema. And sometimes we can be so focused on the things that's going on in the world, we don't see what God is doing in the world. God is moving in the world. Kailangan meron tayong pananampalataya na makita ang mga bagay-bagay niyo. For example, dito sa ating uh, uh, scriptures, babasahin ko lamang, no? And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. The census first took place while Quirinius was governing, governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. All right? Joseph also went out from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and the lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. Now take note. Kano sabi dito? Ang sabi dito si Joseph ah, nakaroon ng decree at that time. Kailangan bumalik ka sa iyong pinanggagalingan at magparegister ka. Halimbawa, nangyari yan dito. Halimbawa, ikaw ay pumunta sa Maynila. Doon ka na dumaki. Doon ka na nakapag-asawa. Doon ka na nag-settle down. Maaring yung ibang mga taga-Maynila naman ay pumunta sa Davao. Doon sila nag-asawa. Doon sila nagkaroon ng pamilya. Doon sila nag-settle down. Minsan kasi, meron mga lumalabas sa kanilang kapanganakan kung saan sila pinanganak. Amen po ba? And there's nothing wrong with that. 
Pero halimbawa, sinabi, okay, kailangan magparegister kayo. Kung nakatira kayo sa Davao, hindi kayo pinanganak dyan, kailangan magparegister kayo papunta ng Maynila. Sa Maynila kayo pinanganak. Kung ikaw ay nakatira sa Kalibo, pero ikaw ay pinanganak, sa Maynila, kailangan bumalik ka muna sa Maynila. Do you understand what I'm saying? Ganito ang nangyari noon. Alright? Now, sabi nito, pumunta sila from um, Galilee, Nazareth, papunta ng Bethlehem, sa Judea. Kanyang kalayo yun? Kasing layo ng kalibo papuntang kulasi. Ilan sa inyo nakapunta na sa kulasi? Sino sa inyo, nung pumunta kayo ng kulasi, naglakad kayo? Hindi, di ba? Sumasakay tayo ng van, di ba? Nagbabayan tayo, di ba? Mga isang oras kalahati ninyo. Ngayon, kung yung driver na panood niya yung Fast and Furious, kaya siguro isang oras. Alright? Pero ganun kalayo yun. Take note, wala silang mga ganong klaseng mga sasakyan noon. This was imperfect. You know, para mag-travel ka, you, have to, you will be exposed to robbers along the way. Okay? Exposed ka sa mga elements. Okay? May mga... The sun becomes very hot and the nights become very cold. Malamig na malamig sa gabi. Okay? And so, here they were. Naglalakad sila. Well, we know that very easy na kayo siya sa isang mule. Paano naman si Joseph? Di ba? So, it's not convenience. Naunuhan niyo po ba kayo mga sinasabi? Hindi siya komportable. Can you imagine? Jesus was born in these conditions. He was born in a family that was not rich. At least kung mayaman yung pamilya niya, pwede silang mag-provide ng chariots. You know, merong dalawang kabayan, there's a chariot and they can ride inside. At least medyo komportable sila. But they were not born in a rich family. He was not born in a rich family. Tanuhan niyo po ba yung mga sinasabi? And ito yung conditions ng kanyang kapanganakan. And alam naman natin ngayon, pag ang isang babae na bubuntis, talaga naman, ang sinasayang doktor, o oh, iingat ha, huwag kang maglalakad ng malayo, huwag kang magbubuhan ng mabigat, bilikado para yung anak mo ay hindi mapaan. Doon mo magka-travel ka mga 100 kilometers from here, papuntang Pulasi, maglalakad ka lang. Ano nga niyo po ba kayo mga sinasabi? Halimbawa, gusto mong makarating ng Pulasi nang sabihin natin alas 6 ng umaga. Ang iisipin mo, kailangan makaalis ako ng mga bandang alas 8. ba? Noong mga panahon nila, kung gusto mong makarating sa kulasin ng Friday, kailangan Monday, balis pala tayo. Naunay niyo po ba ating mga sinasabi? Nakakainit, ba? But those were the conditions there. Okay? Meron ba silang dalang first aid kit? And, you know, mahirap naman pag magkasakit si Maria, apektado yung bata sa loob. They didn't have that. They went. Okay? Meron ba silang mga bottled water? Hygienic ba yung mga tubig na iniinom nila? But those were the conditions then. And sabi nito, pumunta sila sa Bethlehem. Na kung iisipin nyo, ang ibig sabihin ng salitang Bethlehem, house of bread. Jesus Christ came to Bethlehem. And because we know one day, sasabihin niya, I am the bread of life. In other words, kung titignan natin dito, 
If we're not sensitive to these little things, we might miss what God is doing. Okay? There is always a purpose. There is always something, there's always a reason behind God's moves. Jesus Christ was going to be the one that will sustain. What, what, what is the symbol of bread? It sustains our lives. Jesus Christ, siya ang magsisigurado na tayo ay mananatili dito ang buhay at, ma at malusog sa Kanya. Amen po ba? So dito, simple clues. And for those who are not sensitive to this, they will miss this. Because for many people, Joseph and Mary is just like one of many people who are traveling and, and they're not rich, okay? Kawawa naman sila, but they're just, you know, there's nothing extraordinary about them. But only if you're looking at the signs that you begin to recognize this is God at work. Maliwanag po ba? Okay? So sabi rito, sa versikulo 5, to be registered with Mary his betrothed wife, who was with child. So talagang minention yun. Sino dito yung mga mothers? Madali bang maguntis? Ha? Pwede ka bang tumakbo ng marathon pagbuntis ka? Hindi, di ba? Pwede ka magpatambling-tambling pagbuntis ka? Hindi, di ba? Kailang ingatan mo, di ba? Saka it's not, it's not comfortable. Merong, minsan may morning sickness na tinatawa. But that's part of life. And if you're pregnant, mas gusto mo nasa bahay ka lang, di ba? Ayaw mo talagang uh, mag-travel muna. But this is something that they had to do. So sabi rito, so it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. Nagkataon naman, nandudun sila. Mas komportable si Maria kung manganganak siya sa Nazareth. Mas komportable siya kung nandudun siya sa kanilang pinanggalingan. Pero hindi, kailangan nila mag-travel. Now they're in Bethlehem. Okay? Hindi komportable yung manganak doon. Pero nagkataon, nandudun na sila, saka pa siya mapanganganak. How much funds did they have? Sino mga connection nila doon? Sino mga kaibigan nilang nandudun? Sino mga karelative nilang nandudun? Pinatila. But I know that if Mary had a choice kung saan siya maganap, she would rather give birth kung saan siya nanggaling. Mas komportable. Maliwanag po ba? But no, she was in Bethlehem, dun siya maganap. The time came and for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. That city was so full, wala nang tao, wala nang makapasok sa kanilang inn o hotel. So here he was. Manganganak. Anong pwede nilang gamitin? Sabi rito, it's a manger, it's ano lang mga animals. Well, my wife and I, nang nagpunta kami sa Israel this particular year, pumunta kami sa isang tinatawag na kung saan nanganak sila. Kweba ito eh. It's really a cave. Sa taas, may mga bahay-bahay. Tapos dito sa cave na ito, dito tinatago yung mga hayop. Okay? And there is a rock there kung saan sila umiino. Doon nilagay nila ang Panginoong Heso Kristo. And it was very cold there. Maliwanag po ba? But this was the best na pwede lang makuha because there was no room for them 
in the end. Fully booked na ang lahat. And so ito na lamang ang natira. Hindi ba ito nakita ng Diyos Ama? Did he not know how to plan things? I mean, panganganak yung anak niya. Ganito ba? God knew what was happening and God's grace is always sufficient for the problems of life. Maliwanag ko ba? Okay, let's go to the second thought. Alright? Even in imperfect circumstances, God works out His plans. Okay, tignan natin kung nangyari dito. Now, they were in the same country, shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Normally, pag na-imagine natin ito, pinapakita ito sa sine, isa tong field, okay? Walang nakatayo dyan, yung shepherd's field, okay? Tapos, andyan dyan yung kanilang mga tupa, nag-uusok sila sa, sa, sa gabi. Well, nakapunta kami ni Mises sa shepherd's field. Hindi na gano'n ang itsura, may mga nakatayo ng building, okay? Pero meron pa rin mga, may mga field pa rin na walang nakatayo doon. Pero sabi dito, And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all the people, for there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Take note, kung sinabi ng mga sa mga shepherds, and this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe, a baby, wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Take note. Magsaya kayo? Yes, you are under Rome. Yes, life is not as easy as you would like for it to be. But for you this night, merong ipinanganak, isang tagapagligtas, a Savior, a Messiah, someone who will fulfill all the promises of God. And this is a sign. A new sign. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes. Well, normally, pag pinapanganak ang isang sanggol, binabalot yan. Kasi siyempre, una-una, Ayaw mo yung kamay niya, gano'n yung kanyang mga mata, so medyo binabalot niya. Secondly, you would like to keep the baby warm. During that time, it must, it's probably cold. Maliwanag ko ba? And there are many babies who are like that. Okay? So, if you see a baby like that, that's a sign. You know, I was reading one commentator, and sabi niya, there's really nothing special because all babies are wrapped in clothes. And I've often wondered, pinatanong, Lord, ano significant dito, ano? A baby who's wrapped in swaddling clothes. Every time a child is born, he's being wrapped. So what's so significant about that? It was when we took a trip out, we had a trip to uh, Israel. Uh, we were in the city of Bethlehem. Meron kaming guy. Sabi niya, nabasin niya ba sa Bible? You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and it will be a sign to, to you. Do you know why it will become a sign to them? Yung tinatawag na swaddling clothes, sabi niya, usually, noong mga panahon na yun, pag ikaw ay nagtatravel, yun yung tinatawag na burial clothes mo. Okay? And the reason why people travel with their burial clothes because sometimes some people get sick along the way because of a lack of medical provisions, they die. 
So pag nakita sila sa kalye, least they expect someone to bury them in their burial clothes. Or, nagta-travel sila, pwede silang anuhin ang mga magdanakan. They could be assaulted, they could be left to die, like what we heard in the story of the Good Samaritan. Okay? But you don't do that with a baby. But uh, think about this. Maybe Joseph had his swaddling clothes. Maybe Mary had her swaddling clothes. They don't expect the baby to have swaddling clothes. Okay? Kasi baby yun eh, kapapanganak pa naman. Pero pinanganak siya. How do you keep the baby warm? So maybe Joseph took his swaddling clothes. Or maybe Mary took his swaddling clothes. Okay? And the word swaddle means to tie. Mahigpit ang pagkatali sa'yo. Hindi naman sobrang higpit na hindi na siya makakalingan, no? Pero ika nga, para maging warm, mainit ang kanyang nararamdaman. Now, sabi nga, uh, I found a Facebook post, sabi rito, ng isang rabbi, yung mga shepherds na kinausap na ng mga anghel, ito yung tawag nilang mga Levitical shepherds. Ano ibig sabihin nun? Sila yung nag-aalaga ng mga tupa na isasacrifice sa temple. Pag dumarating yung Passover, they get lambs that is being sacrificed sa temple. So pag merong mga ipinanganak, tinitignan muna nila, kailangan perfecto, kailangan walang blemish, walang dumis, kailangan exacto based on the request. Pag nakita nila itong tupang ito, ay perfecto, tinatalihan nila. With swirling tongues. And so now, when the angel says, you will find a babe born in a major with swaddling clothes, naintindihan nila yun. Ito yung hinihintay naming Messiah. Naunuhan niyo po ba ang mga sinasabi? Jesus Christ was born in a place where Passover lambs were being born. Passover lambs were lambs that were being sacrificed to cover the sins of the people at least for one year. Jesus Christ, the Passover lamb, he was pinapakita rito. He is being born to die for us so that we who are born into death might be born again into life. Naunawa niyo po bakit mga sinasabi? Ito yung sinasabi rito. Uh, that's the reason why it will be a sign. At ang sabi rito, ang sudden there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. Hindi pa nga nangyayari. Ito sila, they're praising God for something that was done. This is the principle of faith. You praise God for a fulfilled promise before it is fulfilled. Naunan po ako sinasabi. In other words, kahit na ang daming problema ang haharapin, we know that eventually, pahahunting uh, ito ni Herod. We know eventually they will have to run in the middle of the night, papuntang Egypt. We know that eventually they will come back. And later on in the story, makikita mo, it's no longer Joseph and Mary, it's now, jo it's now Mary and Jesus. What happened to Joseph? According to some papers, he died early. And uh, th these were the problems that they were facing at that particular time. In perfect circumstances, but praise God, God will fulfill those circumstances for us, the promise of God. I remember when I was ordained as a bishop, 
we were doing preparations sa cathedral dun sa Magallanes. But then something happened. Okay? Nagkaroon ng agawan ng lupa. At yung uh, kaharap namin eh, isang malaking pangalan. And here we were, we were kicked out of our cathedral. Okay? Pinadlak yung cathedral. And we were praying, hopefully, on the day of our ordination, makapasa kami. But it did not happen. So what did we do? We celebrated my ordination as a bishop in a cafeteria within a military camp. Ano yung po bakit mga sinasabi? Wala yung mga holy furniture. It was We had to do something. We didn't have everything. But praise God, we did not cancel the ordination. We did not cancel what God wanted to do. Even though it was in the midst of imperfect circumstances, the show must go on. Amin po ba? Tuloy pa rin ang ginagawa ng Panginoon. Ilan sa inyo, pagpasok niyo rito, kailangan niyo munang ilagay yung mga nakaharang niya sa labas. I hope wala sa inyong nautog. Tapos, pagpasok sa labi, eh, madumi. <laughs> Dahil maraming construction na ginagawa eh. We were kind of hoping, kami ni Mises, that sometime in November or September, tapos na lahat. Hindi. We're still doing it. Alright? Hindi namin malagay ibang decoration sa labas kasi ginagawa pa rin namin. Are we going to cancel Christmas? No. Tuloy pa rin. There is a Christian in the Middle East. Pinalaya sila sa mga bahay nila ng mga Muslim. And they're living in tents. They used to own property now. They don't have property. Some of them, hindi sila masyadong mayawa, pero may kaya sila. But now, they're living like poor people. Tapos, pag yung, yung ang mga refugee na mga Muslim, pinapapasok sa Europa, yung iba pinapapasok sa Amerika, pag nalaman ikaw ay Kristiyano, hindi nila ginagawa. So they're living here. No reason for them to celebrate Christmas. But in the middle of the dirt, in the middle of the night, meron isang nag-erekto ng isang parang parol, pero hindi ganyang kaganda. Kasi yung ginamit nilang materialis, tagpi-tagpi. Tapos merong kandila sa loob. Tapos dahil medyo pula, yung, yung ginawa nilang between, yung kanilang parol, yun ang nakikita mo. Isa lang. Walang Christmas tree, walang handaan, walang Noche Buena, okay? And maybe some of them, hindi nila makikita yung kanilang kapamilya because nawala na, o namatay na, o nahuli na, o nakidnap na, o na-enslaved na. No re really no reason for them to rejoice, but they say, okay, kahit na ganito, basta alam namin ipinanganak si Kristo. That's all we have. That's all we need. That's Christmas spirit. You understand what I'm saying? That's all they have. Walang handaan, no gifts, no trees, no, no lights. At least tayo, meron tayong ganito. They didn't have that. But that's all they had. It was an imperfect parod. Kulay rin. May kandila sa loob. And they started singing their carols. That's all they had. Why? Because they focused on the Christ child instead of the prophets. 
ang tinignan nila si Kristo, hindi ang kanilang mga problema. Kung titingin tayo sa problema natin, madaling mag-iba. Kung tumingin tayo sa ating Panginoon at Kanyang ginawa para sa atin, madali tayo magbigay ng celebration sa Kanya. Amin po bang? We celebrate the birth of Christ. Thank God we've got cattle. Thank God we've got music. Thank God we've got lights. Thank God. Some of us, may kakainin mamaya. Some of us, magbibigay ng gift. But even without the things, thank God, Jesus, the Savior, the Messiah, was born for us. Amen po ba? So I'll stand. Amen.